It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour, cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleans in a bar. Today we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street. I can tell you something about what goes on here at Wayfair. They're serving all summer a drink that's called Not Your Mama's Frosé. This one is a perfect summer drink. It's a frosé, frozen cocktail made with dry rosé, vodka, Saint-Germain, Peixot's bitters, lemon juice, and a house-made strawberry basil syrup. And today's show has been brought to us by, among other people, Nola Pens. I'm holding one of these in my hand. This is the only pens made from a fallen Audubon Park live oak tree. They're one-of-a-kind, expertly crafted, limited edition writing instruments, available only at nolapens.com. Who'd like to try it out first? Kate Lyon. Let me get a scribble on that. Kate yeah, Lyon is here, see. and that is her real name, Kate Lyon O'Neill. Audubon. Smooth. Right. What do you think? That pen is beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Matthew DeSotel, is that how I pronounce your name? That's how you just pronounce it. How do you pronounce it? Desotel. 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 D-E-S-O-T-E-L-L. Yes, pretty phonetic. It sounds French. Is it French? Its origins are French, and I think somebody made a typo along the way. Oh, you think? Desotel. Well, how would it supposed to be spelled if you were actually uh, French? D-E-S-H-O-T-E-L. Ah, oh, Desotel. Yeah, that's a good how, how do you pronounce it? Desotel. Desotel. Yeah. Okay, I'll try that again. Matthew Desitel is here. That sounds, that sounds wonderful. How do you like my Nola Pans pen? It's good. If, if my house is on fire, I would run back in and get that. And get the, that's a, yeah. How's that for a great yeah. slogan? Yeah. And Dari Zurich is here as well. I am. From Dari and the Hip Drops. That's right. With her steel pan drums. Yes. That's an exciting day. It's it good is. to see you again. It's been like 100 years since you were here. Can you yeah, believe that? Yeah, I know. It has been a hundred or three years. I know. It's been three years since you were here. Doesn't right. it seem like it was only like it does. two You've years You've been ago, doing this a long time. That's what it is. We're losing sense of time. Yep. How's everything going with the hip drop since we saw you last? Um, pretty good. We just put out a single last week. An offbeat premiered the music video for it. So it I love fun. that. It's a very cool video. It's almost sort of... And you're dancing on a car or something. Yep. That's right. Um, it was Graham's caddy. Yeah, uh, he had invested in a 1984 Eldorado not too long ago, and so we decided to put it to good use by having everyone stand on it. <laughs> and did it get smacked to pieces, or is it You know what? Resilient? It is still functional. He just got his AC fixed today in it, so we are in good shape. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Hey, and also thanks to Basics on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. Basics underneath sells fine lingerie. And Basics Swim and Gym has a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style, and the Positive Vibrations Foundation create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts, music, culture, and heritage and if you'd like to be a member of our Patreon family for as little as one solitary dollar, you can join our Patreon family and get exclusive stuff. Like, for example, the 3D chess game, which we're giving away this week for sure. Asher Griffith will be giving that to you. If you'd like to go to our Patreon family, you can find it at patreon.com and search for It's New Orleans Happy Hour. And fork out a whole dollar. Okay, so Kate Lyon is your real name. What made your parents come up with that spelling? My parents didn't come up with the spelling. It was a nickname. Um, yeah. Growing up, I never liked nicknames like Kate. And uh, it just sort of popped up. I was like, Kate well, Lyon. That's the first nickname I've loved. And it turns out it's a bitch and a half to change your name legally. Did you change it legally? I'm working on it. Working on come it. Come on. How do you do it? Uh, you petition. If you do it in uh, Metairie, it's cheaper. Ooh. Yeah, if you go Why out to Jeff that? Paris. Yeah. Okay, how did you Paris. even find that out? 
done a lot of research. I am uh, going to law school next week. So next week? Yes. Okay. Yes. So legal research is not uh, anything <laughs> I, I shy away from. Okay. <laughs> You're going to law school. Yeah. And that's not the most interesting thing about you in the world. Though. I think but it's like not even the top 10. No. Well, not really. The top one that I've got in front of me is that you appeared on Jeopardy. I did. In wow. July 2018. How about that? That's exciting. It's oh, a big deal. Oh, okay. So fun. now we have to go through the whole story. Where do you want okay. to start? All right. Let's start with. Uh, I did this in high school, right? So quiz what do you mean? bowl. You Were do, you in high school in 2018? I was not. But okay. I started out yeah. with trivia. I wanted to be. I wanted to be on Jeopardy, so I... Starting in high school. Starting in high school. What high school were you at? Uh, I was in Houston, uh, the John Cooper School out there, little school. Um, hey, it's all right, man. You can shrug. Um, and, no. <laughs> and, uh, Thomas is from Houston. I thought he might have gone there. Are you from Katy? Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm from the Woodlands. Yeah, so we're both on the peripheries. On the really? Yeah. It's, okay. it's not as bad as saying, like, you're from New Orleans when you're from, uh, you know... Like, Covington. Yeah, it's not that bad. But, uh, so, you know, started with trivia there, and we won a national mean? competition. Are you in a, tri you're in a school trivia team? I was a school academic team. So we answered questions about history, geography, art history, And this is what kind music. of kids are that? Brainiac kids or... Yeah. Nerdy type kids? Yes. Okay. Definitely. What did you look like back then? The same. Same exact. I was the hottie on the team. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, they were all nice. Um... But you know, started with that, was a national champion in that, um, continued on as a moderator in, in uh, college. So I was the small-time Alex Trebek, you know, nice. reading the questions, people buzz in. In college? Yeah. Uh -huh. Which college is this? I went to the University of New Mexico in scenic Albuquerque. Um, okay. I can't recommend you go there, but... Um, but you, you got yourself a job there as the moderator of the trivia competition in For the college. competition I won. Um, actually, the host did a competition. I dressed up. I was also a cheerleader, um, so I put on my cheer uniform to. I can see for why the law school is really down the bottom of the. Is this a cheerleader right? for the competition? This was a, a this was a regular school cheerleader right. outfit, you know, skirt, top. I think I had my pom poms too. Um, Do you have photos of that that we could post? Yeah, yeah, they're on my Facebook. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, but they're on your Facebook you can absolutely page. Post them. Kate yes. Lyon O'Neill is yeah. your. Official name official on name Facebook. On Facebook. And Kate Lyon is spelled C A I T L I O N. Lyon. Okay. What is your actual real name, by the way? Kate Lyon. It is not yet, though. It's going to be. But it was originally something else. Your parents didn't name you that. They did not. Okay, you don't have to tell us what your real I'm name not, is. We're I'm just not. going with Kate Lyon. Yes. Okay, all right. So we got up to, you're the moderator of the moderator trivia competition. Moderator of the trivia competition. Um, at the University of New Mexico. What are you yeah. ostensibly studying there? Uh, I graduated with a degree in uh, business with specialization in entrepreneurship. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so... Um, and that's I, not good enough for a lifetime. You have to now go to law school as well. Why not? Um, I don't know. But no, so I, I, was, I always tried out for Jeopardy, right? You know, the teen tournament, they have a special college tournament. I never got in. Did and you wear your cheerleader outfit to the tryouts? It was all online. It starts online for Jeopardy. You start with a 50-question online test. You sit down in front of your computer, and they bing up, and you've got 10 seconds to type in oh. your, your answer. It's like, bing! This team uh, should have been in the Super Bowl, but a ref made a terrible call and they didn't get there. And so you type in New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Saints. Do you have to write who who are New Orleans Saints? You don't on the online test. You don't. Uh, that right. took a little bit too long. But anyway, you're you're typing in your answers, and I had kind of let Jeopardy go by the wayside. I'd stopped watching. I wasn't so involved. Um, but apparently, I did really great on this online test because they contacted me and said, "Hey." come on out to Houston and do an audition. Uh, so I did. Out to Houston from Albuquerque. From New Orleans. I was back in New Orleans at this point. Okay. So listen, Matthew, you have to talk into yeah. that microphone. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Yes. I was 
they audition for Jeopardy, yeah. just like American Idol or something. Similar. So the first part is online, and then if you, so it's strictly based on uh, your score. So I must have done great on the online test. I went to a ballroom in Houston, sat down with a bunch of other applicants. Most of them, it seemed like they were mostly like high school history teachers. It was kind of the vibe in there. Okay. Um, and then you do. Are you still the best looking person in the room? Maybe. Seriously. Probably. Okay. Um, then you do a lot of tests. Um, you do some live ones. You pick up the buzzer and you get to, <laughs> you know, speak and, and act like you're on TV. I think I was actually wearing the same dress when I went Come there. Come on. Look at that. This is my presentation yeah. dress. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you. And who's the moderator on that? Is there someone who looked just? You know, it was. It's a. You could have got that job. I'd like to. They've had that job for 25 years. That show's been on the air for, I think, almost 30 years. And there's producers who have been there almost the whole time. Really? So the producers run it. And then Trebek made a surprise appearance. It was in Houston. This was right after Harvey. So he wanted to come out and, you know, say, like, hey, Houston's great. But, but it was nice meeting him in person that first time. Because you know what? He was exactly like all of those, uh, those quiz bowl people I'd met. He had that same game show host mentality. I wasn't nervous at all. I was like, oh, I know your type. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then from the in-person what, test. What type is that? Is that different from how he appears on the air? Yes. Oh, I'll, I'll get to the story of what he's like on air. But, okay. You know, he, he has to. He can't make jokes when he's on air as much. He gets that little question time with you. But when he's in person, he loves to tell stories. Um, so they told me at the audition, and I know I did great. The written test, I was like, I think I knew that I got 46 out of 50 right. So I was like, I think I did great. But they tell you, hey, it can take up to, I think it's like 18 months. Like you go into a contestant pool, we can contact you at any time between then, just you know, keep an eye out, we'll be in touch. I was like, all right, this will happen in six months or so. It took a month and they called me, I was out at dinner, I was already drunk. And they said, hey, would you like to be on Jeopardy? And <laughs> this is in, this is not, this is, are you living here at I was this already point? living here. Okay, so I, now I we're was up actually, to 2018. I was at, yeah, this is 2018. Okay, and so I what was do you, at, yeah. yeah. What do you do actually? Uh, when you're at, not, at before time, you go to law school, yeah. Then at the time, I was managing a local company called Cork that sews okay. out of tree bark. Um, so it's like leather goods, but made out of tree bark. Look at this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. I've got one. Look at this. That's my Cork wallet. Very nice. And you've got one too. I sure do. I, I drink wine. And that's got Cork on the. You are a potential yeah, customer. So, yeah. Right. Do you have a Cork? It's a gateway drug. Daria. Bought some cork shoes like two months ago. Oh, okay, so we've all got a relationship to cork. Them. Love yeah. that. Yeah, cork is what's it, it's the new leather you know for that. sure. Okay. Cork is the new leather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does Kate it really? Lyon. Does it float? Yes. Sea rock. Back here. Oh, hey, do you know uh, Frank? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Frank um, sews a lot of the products. And he lives in the garden district, so yeah. I see him when he comes by the store. Awesome. Okay. Shout out to it's Frank. Made, stuff is made in Portugal, right? Yeah. So some of the things like the shoes, um, the some of the accessories are made there, but then like Frank. Uh, works from the Youth Empowerment Project, so Cork partnered with them to teach at-risk youth job skills. So we have people who have come from that, who have learned how to sew from nothing. Um, okay. And then they produce bags and beautiful things, like right here in New Orleans. Yeah. How hard is it to work with Cork? Um, have, you ever, have you ever worked with leather? Uh, no. I've worn it. It's sim it's more like a fabric. I have leather underwear on. Wearing it now. Yeah. Uh, do people ask me about that cork? I'm like, it's waterproof. So if you wear cork underwear, there's nowhere for any sweat to go. You're I told just you, Matthew, that was a mistake. It was a mistake Perfect for yeah. summertime here. No, terrible, terrible clothing, it's, great accessories. So it's it's completely waterproof. Completely. Which is, I guess, why it's made. Yeah. I have an umbrella. It's that you waterproof. You have a cork umbrella. Uh-huh, I do. I should have brought it because it's looking kind of gray out there. Is it? Mm. it is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you were managing the store. Managing court. the store. Was that the one in the French Quarter? Uh, on Magazine, on 2005, Magazine right okay. by Joey Case. Okay. Yeah. 
That's a great spot. You ever go to Joey Case? You know, there's nothing vegan there, so I don't. You're a vegan. That's right. Because what you really do is, well, we'll get on to that later. We'll get on to that later. Um, But no, I was at, oh, what's what's that fancy restaurant in the, the Windsor Court. It's like the grill room. The grill room. Are you reading this? Sorry, did you see trying. what she really does? Oh, there it is. Well, let's let's flip over all the cars and tell them what <laughs> you really do. When you said do. that, I got intrigued. <laughs> all right, all right. Kate Lyon O'Neill is a vegan cheesemaker. Cool. Okay, we'll come back to that later on. Meanwhile, we're, I'm in, I'm in the you're drunk. Room. I'm already drunk. You're drunk at the grill room in the Windsor Court. Why are you there? Uh, my partner's grandfather is a, a fancy old man and loves the grill room. So there we were. Okay. Uh, we had had we have a lot of good drinks. stories about that grill room. We had room, free yeah. pre-dinner drinks, and okay. we were through our. He's also he's very. He's very friendly. You know, you sit down with a bottle of wine and you want to keep drinking with the guy. The problem is, is he's Trebek, like... Trebek or is this... No, this is, this is my partner's <laughs> grandfather. I didn't get a drink with Trebek. I wish. Okay. But no, my partner's grandfather is like 6'4". He's Latvian. So he's just got this Eastern European, like, can just drink it down. Can just drink it down. Um, he's Latvian. Latvian. And he lives here. Uh, he, my partner's grandfather lives in Connecticut. My okay. Lives here. Anyway, so I get the call from Trebek. So since I'm going to go on Jeopardy, I got... Even drunker after that, I was whoa, like, whoa, "We're whoa, celebrating." Whoa, whoa, whoa. Quick We're question: celebrating. Yeah. Trebek called you directly to I say. I wish it was Trebek. Okay, so it was okay. one of the producers. Oh, okay. um, What do so they, they say? Me, what do they, they say? They, they say, say, "Hey, you made the cut." They say, "Hey, you made the cut." Are you available on a you, particular you, you've date? You've got a month. Do you want to go on the show? And I said, "All right." So I I studied marginally. I was super stressed. Um, so they give you a date right there on the phone. They say, "We're going to do it on whatever date." Yeah, they said, "They said block out July 2018." It was it was actually in April of 2018. The show aired in July, but oh, they taped in April. Oh. No, 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 no worries. It, it takes a while. Um, okay. They do five shows a day. So I showed up and they tell you bring five changes of clothes because yeah. you don't know how long you're going to be on the show. You don't know how long it's going to take. It's like jury duty. Kind of like that. But there's no, you, you can't can get out of it. You can wear the same outfit on jury duty though, can't you? You don't want to get out of it though. I mean, I choose not to, but it's just me. Yeah. yeah. Do you wear the same clothes every day? I kind of have a uniform. But How it's many of this very shirt similar. Right. do you have in like your I closet? I have a couple of these shirts. And a this lot is of a cool-looking sort of merino T-shirt or something. Oh, yeah, what, yeah. what is that? I what fabric myself. is that? I don't know. It's not cork. It's not cork. And, it, and it's not cotton know. either. It's something. It's you're, very you're fancy. Like, you, if you want to, she's feeling you know. her material. It's got what a nice weave. I can't say for sure. I don't know. We can look at the. Have a look at the label. Somebody has to look at the label. Kate Lyon, take a look at the label. I can't believe you don't know what it's made from. How many of these do you have? Close. It is made in Portugal. It's made in Portugal. It does not announce what it's made out of. It was made by Zara, but that's all we got. Does it have uh, laundry instructions? Probably on the inside tag. Let's have a look. All right, I'll take it it off, people. (laughs) 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 See where this is going. Okay, no, you can keep that on. That's all right. So, how many of those do you own? Those Uh, two. Two of these. Two gray ones. Is that that gray? I think this has a little blue in it. Looks like a little sort of navy. And I have one that's like greenish gray. Okay. And so you wear those alternate days to jury duty. Well, I mean, that was a little bit of a joke, jury duty. Okay. But, have you been on do, jury duty? Uh, you can make as many jokes as you want because look Okay. What, well, I want to get to 17. <laughs> I, I just want to get a quota, 17 an hour jokes. 17 jokes an hour. Yeah. It says here, and it says that it, you're describing my bio information. It says you're a creative director and a professional Banterer. Hmm. That sounds good. Which is great That's, news yeah. because this is a whole show about banter. I love happy hours for that reason. This is great. Yeah. So can you take over and be like, do some bantering? You know, I mean, it's your show. I, I, would, be have, a, I would be a great wingman for you, I think. Okay. You have to You've got you know. fancy host mic. You'd have to yeah. switch mics. You think we'd have, we have another one of these. Oh, there you go. Then you could be the head banterer. Yeah. yeah. We'll give you, we I, have a different one. It's a, we're I'm not using gonna, it. So. I'm going to absorb and comment okay. and then... You know, maybe so, ne- maybe next show, 
if, if, when you need to fill in, you're the guy. When you need to fill in, yes, call me. Are you the guy to fill in? Yeah. Okay. Call well, me. I'm not even kidding about that. Are you? I I'm not kidding. Okay, that's the deal. Yeah. Okay. Seriously, we'll I like have to see though how you yeah. can banter compared to Trebek because this will be an What's, audition. How like, would you, you say Trebek was like? This is my audition. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What was he like as a banter? Okay, so. What he is on the show, you see that if you Talking watch Jeopardy, you see the show, right? You know, you see he asks the questions, he gets a little bio information about you. He asked me about being a vegan cheesemaker as well. Hmm. Um, but during is that the most interesting thing about you? You're a vegan no, cheesemaker. No, no, they have you put down five facts, but that what was the one you put down. Chose. Vegan cheesemaker. Uh, vegan cheesemaker. I met my partner playing bar trivia. Um, I uh, can't remember what else I put. Um, um, law school, something. But. Um, during, you know, in the show where they pause and it's like, all right, we're going to our first commercial break. Well, during the commercial break, he likes to take questions from the audience. And someone asked him a question, which I'm sure he hears every time, which is, if you weren't doing Jeopardy, what would you like to do? And he said, I would like to be the Pope because I look great in white. This is Alex Trebek said Alex Trebek said this. Alex Trebek said, I would like to be the Pope because I look great in white and I can go for long periods without having sex. Just ask my ex-wife. There you go. Okay, that's a great that line. That's all it takes to be born. Was that recorded anyway? I don't think so. I don't think they have your phones in the in the room. So it, okay. it's, it's it's an oral history. Does he? And it's valid. Is that a line that he uses over and over? I, I, I bet he says something different each time. Did he deliver it with like, you know, the mm. timing of a? Everything he says though has like. Yeah. Good delivery. He's a he, pro. He's on. Yeah. He's well, on you the whole know, yeah, you wouldn't know. Yeah. You wouldn't know. We don't know what he does when the camp when you know when the audience isn't there. Okay, so oh, we're going yeah. to come back to vegan cheese making in a moment. But first of all, yeah. we're going to talk about steel drums because we have to make you play something. Oh, that's the key to the whole thing. So we've got right now. You got these yeah, in a minute. Okay. So we've got these giant steel drums that you travel around with, I assume. Yeah. Where, where do you even buy these things from? Um, I got Amazon, mine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I got mine from like a friend of a friend who got it from another friend. Um, you, I mean, you can't get them. The closest pan maker is in Pensacola, and there's another guy in Ohio. There's a guy in Pensacola who makes yes, these? Yes, Alan Coyle. He's I bet there's a, four guys in Pensacola that does this. I don't know, man. Just a guess. Pensacola um, would not be the first place. I think there's four guys that do this. You think? Have you Googled this before you came on here? I, no, it's just this, a this is just pure intuition. I'm just. I'm surprised there's anyone in Pensacola who does anything other than just go to the beach or. Pensacola's happy hour. got some stuff. Um, really? Yeah. That's what their travel brochures. Yeah. Pensacola, it's got, it's got some, some stuff. It's got that beautiful good mid-century font. You know, it's got some stuff. I mean, it's not common well, sense. What are these made from? Oil? Are they made from oil drums? Yeah, they are very good. So that might be why. But they were traditionally made from oil drums in the islands. They were, and um, they are like most. You know, like cute guitars made out of a Martin Guitar Factory. You have like factory-produced instruments. Steel pans are all made by hand, like wow. individually. They're not mass-produced. So every one that makes them is like getting over fire, cutting up steel and metal and like hand hammering out pitches. So they're a little labor intensive to make. So there's not a ton of makers out there. Um, I got actually my newest pan, which I do not have with me today from Trinidad. But um, these guys are um, from a guy named Earl Wong, who is in Canada, who I got from a tuner in Austin, Texas, who has since moved to Paris that I got from a friend of a friend in my steel band from Florida State. So it's like a long chain of reaction wow. that I got. So when you say tuner, that someone has to tune these things. Yeah. With what, like a little hammer? Totally, yeah. A hammer that's like wrapped in a cloth, so you don't like mess them up too bad. Um, it's yeah, like when and you need to kill somebody, but you want to muffle the sound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you don't I, have I pig to I take up you. the remains. Yeah. So, <laughs> where, where, where do you live, Dari? Do you live in an apartment or I, a big house or what? I 
actually am on the West Bank, which okay. um, surprisingly, since I moved there, I found there's a little Caribbean community. There's Island Paradise Restaurant, which is owned by some Trinidadians, and it's amazing. Their tagline is also where some stuff happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering about what the sound of practicing these things must be in your house um, or, you know or what, what the neighbors I have, think. I've, funny you should say that, because like, while I was practicing for today, I was wondering the same thing, if my neighbors could hear me. Um, but luckily, I have very cool neighbors so far, and so I, I think they would tell me if they heard. But my old neighbors, when I was uptown, they would actually text me and be like, keep practicing, this is awesome. So it was very nice. Like <laughs> That's they, cool. Yeah, they were like, we're on the back porch in the hammock. This so is you great. just moved to the West Bank? I did. For what particular reason? Um, it's cheaper to change your name over there? <laughs> it's a little it is cheaper right? to change your name over there. Um, you know what? It's definitely a little bit more affordable. And like my partner, Graham, who's also in my band, um, he plays on Bourbon Street um, frequently. So it's very easy for him to pop over to the okay. quarter and play right. his gigs on Bourbon. Um, but yeah, it's great. We're in the point. That's awesome. Um, and That's yeah, like cool. I said, the Trini place is over there. So right. we're like no shortage of places to eat. So the band, the Hip Drops, is still going as a band because it, it was the two of you. It is. For well, a while. I mean, it is the two of us at its core because we do the writing and recording and production. But then we like basically have um, like our other musicians. I have a pretty steady guitar player and two percussionists that also play with us. Do you very often go out with these steel drums by themselves and just accompany yourself? I don't actually. So this is like a fun challenge for me because I usually have a full band to accompany me, which is right. awesome because if you kind of have a little mess up, the rest of your band will muffle the sound for you. But I don't have that today. So it is like a little this bit more This is pretty intimidating. I mean, it must be pretty hard to sit there and play these kind of, I would think that would be difficult, like a xylophone. Yeah, getting used to um yeah okay yeah, so yeah. what are you go what are you gonna play what song um you know what i figured i would start with an original that's cool Good idea. Yes, <laughs> so you don't get sued something. do you own the that's rights to that original smart. song <laughs> i do that's a very smart idea okay you ready yes okay. what's it called um i have an original song called battleship that um i've arranged for me solo because like i was saying i usually have a full band that accompanies me so i have tried to arrange this so i am covering all my parts between my bassist okay. and my guitar player all right, wow. let's check it out. Right. Battleship. Okay. It's Daria Jurek. Is it? Am I pronouncing that right, Jurek? Um, How do you pronounce? Is silent, it? just like in Django. Zurich. Yeah. Okay. You got it. It's like what's that guy's name? It's who's on Channel Eight. Lee Zurich. Okay. You know well, him? We'll fact check that later. Lee Zurich. That's his name, isn't it? You ready? Yes. Okay. We're good. Yeah. 
cloudy out Just like you called it Got your guitar Yeah, my been naked I saw your battleship and You know it's sinking <laughs> the whole restaurant, I must say, it's not very often that everybody at Wayfair here, yeah. it, very seldom that everyone listens. Usually people just pay no attention whatsoever. So congratulations. Oh, That's great. a big deal. Thanks. You know what? Actually, last time I played here, you know, it was three years ago, um, someone had come to like one of my shows after this because he was like, I randomly happened to be at Wayfair where you were playing. Nice. And yeah, and they came to another That's thing. Fine. Yeah, Gasa Gasa just down the street. So he was like, oh, I recognize the name from it. So yeah, thanks that to you. That sounded good. We well, got yeah. one person out of this. Ended up at a yeah, show. Right. That's it. So how did you like playing by yourself and doing that whole oh, thing? Oh, man. It, it's really interesting because it's like very stripped down and bare. And it, to be honest, it's like, you know, I played a lot of venues around town and it is kind of a rarity to be able to hear my voice very clear. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, oh, right. wow. Like, it's very like exposed. It makes me a little nervous because it's like, yeah, like I was saying before, if I mess something up, it's very obvious. Okay. So <laughs> it didn't sound like you missed anything. No, did I you did. mess it up? You didn't. I, no, I felt pretty good about it. All right. It. So yeah, the right. name of the band is Daria and the Hip Drops yeah. and you can steal it off of uh, Spotify fine everywhere yeah, else, right? right? Sure can steal it off and it's on YouTube. There's a great video on YouTube. Thanks, that, it's new. That video is really fun. Thanks, man. That's a great song. What's the song called? It's called Day Too Long. It's a fun song because yeah, I totally like took the U.S. soccer team and their chant and like I believe that we will win and I like put that into the lyrics. Um, so I'm a big soccer fan. And then I kind of was also put that together with I'm a big fan of Harry Belafonte, like we were talking about earlier, and the Banana Boat song, right? Because he's talking about like work all night till the morning come, which is actually like very depressing to like have to work that much and like you have to rum in that song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but like you know to work till the sun come up. It's like oh geez, that too, and to see the tarantula, you know, because he says something deadly black tarantula, yeah. right? So I was trying to like put both of us those ideas together in that song, and we had a cool video that we did at Courtyard Brewery. For Yes, very cool. Hey, listen, we take a short break and when we come back, we want to talk about two things vegan cheese making and Matthew's 
movie that he wrote and directed. Whoa. Okay, so hang on. We'll be right back after this quick break. And we're back with Happy Hour with Caitlin O'Neill, Matthew D. Sotel, is that pronounced Still correctly? Still here. Still here. And Daria Zurich from Daria and the Hip Rock. So we've got two things to talk about. One is vegan cheese making, which we're going to get to. But first of all, Matthew, as a professional banter, I see before you were a professional banter, you were a professional filmmaker, screenwriter, and director, and you made a movie. I did do that. Which yeah. I looked at on um, IMDb right before the show here. Yeah. And all I saw was like a one-minute trail. Trailer. Which I couldn't really quite make out what the heck was going on. It was all very shadowy I think I think if you watched, I think if you watched the whole 70 minutes, you'd still say the same thing. You couldn't figure out what's going <laughs> yeah. on? Yeah. We literally shot some of it too dark. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that the cinematographer's fault or your fault? <laughs> yeah, I'll take full responsibility for it. Don't you? Don't they have like dailies where you look at today's f- film and so go? Are you familiar with the term um, micro-budget indie, independent film? Yes. We're familiar with the term. Yeah. What so, was your micro-budget? Nine thousand dollars. You made a whole movie for nine thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we. I mean, it was experimental. So nobody um, got paid. But I mean, you can make a movie for nothing if nobody gets paid. I um. Yeah, pretty much like the the standard incentive is um, it's credit, copy, and meals. Okay. So you give someone credit, and the people that are working on your film, they hope that it gets to IMDb because if it got to IMDb, that means it's been screened at festivals, okay. which ours was. So it wasn't that bad. It was appeared in festivals. No, I mean I'm I'm kind of um, maybe a harsh critic on it, but it did get finished. It went to festivals and even won an award. Okay, so um, it can't be that terrible. So it can't be that dark. Somebody no, must be able to see no, it. No, but like it's it's dark, figuratively, like figuratively. in a genre. Okay. And it's literally dark. Like there are some scenes that didn't make it because Couldn't they were see too what dark. The hell was going on. Yeah. So it's called Agent 5, colon, A Night in the Last Life of. Yeah, I really appreciate you saying the whole title. Uh, what you what know? do most people call it? Agent 5? Most people don't call it at all. I mean, it's... No one you know, talks a, about it to you? Well, no, <laughs> no. It's part of my resume, yeah. But that was, I think that screened in 2009, so it's been a minute. Well, that's approximately, how many years would that be? Uh, ten? It'll be ten. It'll be anniversary. Is it, is it dated or has it got better with time? I haven't watched it in a while, but it's on my li- to-do list to release it on YouTube and oh, edit out idea. about 20 minutes of it. So take so it's it from like an 70, hour long. It's so a feature-length film, so it's 76 minutes. Okay. And uh, I think it'd probably be better if it were about 60. So that was your one and only movie that you made, or were you a professional screenwriter? I made some short, short films, and um, I eventually wanted to see if I could make a feature. I went out to L.A. and, and collected my resources, organized them to make a feature. And how long did you live in Los Angeles for? About 15 years. I left New Orleans in end of 2001. It was the day before September 11th, actually. It was my first day in L.A. Was so September it would be 10th, September the 10th. September 10th, 2001, Monday, was my first wow. day in Los Angeles. So you got to L.A. right when, like you didn't go to New York, I suppose. Good thinking. I, I applied to film school in New York. I wanted to desperately, my preference would have been New York. You got NYU um, film school. I was an alternate, and, um, and I did not get in. Maybe that saved your life. Quite possibly. What do you think about LA compared to being here? Because I, I frequently, you know, like doing music. I think about LA a lot, actually. Well, I'm happy to talk to you um, about my experience there yeah. at length. So if you're thinking about packing up and moving out there, I can give you my experience, which may make you want to move out there or make you sure. indifferent or 
Well, what's your, what's your New Orleanians yeah. guide to Los Angeles? Yeah. Like your top, top three hot tips. Well, um, I can give you some, you know, cool bars to go to. Um, but if you're thinking about going out there for arts and entertainment purposes or music, you don't need to do all or nothing. So, like, with Internet 2.0, like, if you're pursuing film the way I was, I'd, I would not have done what I did had it been like 2006 or 8 or something. Um, you, can, you can go out there part-time, get to know some people, some connections, um, work part-time in the industry or crew someone's film or whatever without moving all in. Because it's, the cost of living out there is a lot more. So, But how, who do you stay with? You have to have a friend to stay with or something. You could. That would be a great strategy. What, what would you suggest? Where would you live? Well, I lived on people's couches when I first got there. I stayed in youth hostels. That's really? where I learned about 9-11 that morning. Uh, and then I stayed with um, on people's couches that I befriended through some like catering gigs. And then I got a very small efficiency apartment literally besides you could park a car in because this woman converted her garage into an apartment. <laughs> so it was like a cot, a microwave, and maybe a place to hang clothes. So, um, you have your two t-shirts. Well, you had more than two t-shirts then probably. I, th I probably had, yeah. So that's more. how you started out. Started out that way. Yeah. And then, and then what sort of gig, what were you, did you go to film school there? I was an arts major at UL in Lafayette. So right. I, did, I studied film and media and photography. Raging Cajuns. Do you know what? I hear, I hear Lafayette has steel band. A steel band. Yeah. Um, were they around when you were there? I, you know, I, I'm not that well versed in steel music. Okay. Uh, I do you like, probably. I do like metal. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> Who does? Metal is surprisingly I got that from steel. Trebek. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But how, but how would you not know that? How would I have? Yeah, wouldn't you know if someone else had like a... I mean, that, I had no idea it was there until I moved here and I played with a girl, actually with Mike Dillon's band, and she had gone to UL and she put, said that she played in the steel band there and that was news to me and that's how I found out about it. If she's telling the truth, maybe, have you, maybe it's true. Have you tried Googling it? No, I haven't. Steel I, band Lafayette? That no, I have not, but that probably be a very short... Have you gone out to Lafayette? Oh, yeah, but not to play... Uh, not to see the University Steel Band. I've gone out to play myself, but it's just, you know, that time is very limited when you're there, you know. But have you gone... Yeah, it's a good question. Have you gone out with the band, with the diary and the hip drops? To I have. It's been I think somebody would have shown up there and said, hey, we have a steel band. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. I did. I played at Artmosphere and Blue Moon Saloon out there, and I really like both of those places. But yeah, no, but people yeah. did not tell me that where I was. Because they probably spots. don't have one. That would be my guess. Are you trying to corner the market on that niche music? I mean, I don't know. Why not? Are you from here originally then, Matthew? I'm from the chewy center of the state, Alexandria. You're from Alexandria? Yeah. Okay. Is that the center of Louisiana? It is dead. Dead. Really? Is that right? Dead. Okay. Center. <laughs> All right. Just kidding. It's so you got out of there and went to Lafayette. It's where some stuff is happening, like Pensacola and the West Bank. So, uh, and then I went to yeah Lafayette, New Orleans, Los Angeles, and I moved back to New Orleans about a year and a half ago. Oh, just a year I always and wanted there. to move back. So what? So for the whole time that you must have been had some success in Los Angeles, then, because you stayed there for 15 years. Success and failure. You made a movie. In between roller coaster ride, yeah. What yeah, the, you... the movie was good. I mean, it did lead to the creative studio I launched, or not launched, but like I started doing freelance projects from 2009. That's when the film started screening, and that's also when I lost my job for the economy crash. And then I started freelancing then, and I did that up until you last year. You freelancing as what? 
uh, creative director, producer. So we would make a lot of. Can you tell us what that is? It's photo shoots, video and film projects for brands. Most of them were fashion. So we'd create okay. the content they would use in their marketing strategies. And so you come up with like a campaign for a fashion place, like. Yeah. 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 What, what, what do we? Would we know one, or would we have to be real, real fashionistas? I don't know. Let, we're about to find out. Okay. Does anyone what? know who Hudson Jeans is? Yeah. Okay. Kate Lyon. Do what are they? Uh, what, what are uh, designer <laughs> denim? Uh, correct. Correct. <laughs> wow. She really was. Yeah. Jeopardy okay. Ha you have another one. Uh, dog ear jewelry. Oh yeah. Is I got a brains me. There you go. Uh, that, that I'm not wearing today. Whose yeah. who's wedding was that? My best friend in Tallahassee. Okay. Um, she got everyone so, like little pearl necklaces from Dog Ear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're really nice. Dog. Okay. So that's two out of two. Be Bella doll clothing. Is it doll Negative. clothing or is it Bella doll? <coughs> well, American girl a, doll. <laughs> uh, what is? It's women's uh, California. Le it's not for dolls like baby dolls okay. or toy dolls. Gotcha. But, for grown-up human beings. Bella doll. Like, yeah, Bella doll. So how does this work? Someone comes to you with the line of clothes and says, here's the stuff we make at Bella doll. Can well, you come up with an idea? Well, that's, it's nice if you can just get a call to say, hey, can you come and shoot our thing? And you know, But I kind of uh, plotted and schemed my way in. Once I, so in 2008, I lost my job. August 4th, like all of a sudden. At 9.15, I, I had a day job at 9, and at 9.15, I was out front at the cafe wow. wondering what to do. Um, what was your it, first thought you were going to do after you got fired? My first thought was, can I pay September rent? And the answer was no. <laughs> so then it was like... So you're not a good saver. I wasn't at the time. Had no financial knowledge, had no um, What plan. were you doing with all the money that you were making? Doing a lot of drugs? I didn't. Partying. I, I, I would have liked to have done a little bit more drugs. More drugs. Um, what were yeah, you doing with all the money? Because you must have been making some money in this business. Now, why would you think I'd be making money? Because this is a great. Yeah. Do you think because I, I, I was a filmmaker? You're successful in LA and the film business. Here, so here's this is great about LA. So, to some people, I sounded like a big deal. For this very reason. So yeah. like, oh, you're in LA and you're making films. Like I had a couple of friends or friends email me and. They said, hey, uh, we heard you're in L.A. and you're making movies. Can you tell us how to break in? And I'm like, I don't know what you think I'm doing out here, but, like, I made a movie for $8,000 and some change in, in dark alleys at night on weeknights outside my day job. The movie didn't make any money, you know? So, I mean, it, technically it did make some money. But, but you're giving cost... the impression to people that you were successful and wealthy. Which is the yeah, whole thing, right? With the brands, right? They're like, oh, you're working. No, man, you're working for Hudson Jeans. Like, those are expensive jeans. So they figure Well, that I'm not giving the impression by anything I said. If you read the transcript of this show, <laughs> you might be getting the impression. But that's part of the L.A. thing is like, right. oh, you work for fashion brands. You made movies that won a war. Like, well, especially if you come back to New Orleans or a small town where people just think that everybody out there is doing something exciting. And you'd have to be And that's why I caution people there. like when who you're talking to someone can say like yeah I'm a movie producer that can mean not much of anything or it can mean a lot of something right so like I sat at a dinner table like this one night next to a producer and he said what are you up to out here this is when I first got out there and I was like oh, I'm a filmmaker I'm you know I did some shorts and I'm trying to learn about how to make features and I said what about you what do you do he's like yeah I'm a filmmaker too and um, he's like, yeah, I've made some movies, like anything I've heard of. And he's like, Fast and the Furious 2. I was like, oh, <laughs> I've heard of that, you know. So, like, he's legitimate. 
he's but then you have the other end of the spectrum where someone says they're a producer and they shot their cousin's music video right and it's on youtube and it is whatever the fuck it is but like so that's a person who's hustling judgment that's a person who's hustling and trying to get into the producing someone could be a phony you know what i mean like it depends so like watch out so i mean this guy i was fortunate enough to sit next to because it was interesting like he owns a big movie studio i mean a production company out there so like He's a very successful movie producer, but then the next this day is I how you get. To, yeah, but this is how you get to be successful yourself. Yeah, dinner sitting next to the guy who produced Fast and Furious Two, and the next thing you know, you're working on Fast and Furious Two point oh, right, right, or two point one. That that or stuff can, that stuff can happen. Yeah, that's usually the yeah. story you hear. I yeah. met a guy at dinner, and that's how I ended up. I would not make that anyone's strategy, but you you know like I like somebody won the lot somebody won the lottery today. And so that's how they got their money. But I wouldn't plan to win the lottery. I wouldn't right. plan to sit next to, you know, a famous movie producer. You often hear I, these stories like on these shows there where people talk about how they got successful in Hollywood. And it usually starts off with my friend's neighbor's yoga teacher. Yeah. It's good. It's good to network. Yeah, LA yeah. Is, is, a, is, do you know this person? It's a big vouch system out there. It's like yeah. you don't want to work with somebody unless you know somebody who's worked with. Yeah. I feel like that's yeah. how it's been for me here, honestly. Too. Very true. It's like, yeah, all yeah, hey, you know. It's right. like that in the world in general. Yeah. But and there's not a lot of competition for steel pan people. No, that's true. That's. I mean, you're not competing with a. You know, you like have a mon- you have a monopoly, is what they call in business terms. <laughs> <laughs> or you should. You could. You could probably take these steel pans of yours, and you're very talented and can play them. Oh, you could just you. go to LA, and I'm sure you'd be working in five minutes if well, you're looking for steel pan right. players. I really appreciate your confidence in me, Grant. Thank you. I don't want you to leave, but you know, I'm sure you could work, right? Because you have a skill that most people don't have. Anyone can say I'm a producer or a screenwriter or whatever. But if you actually play the steel pans, I would imagine that you'd be working in five oh, minutes. Oh, thank you. I hope so. Don't Let's you see. think, Kate Lyon, is a, yeah, I mean, is it's, a professional it's not a vegan common, cheesemaker? Yeah, I was going to say another, another weird skill you can take places and monopolize. Right. Um, yeah, no, that'd be amazing. Now, I mean, does your band want to go out there, though, or oh, do they want to stay here? Well, yeah, no, that would be another thing to eventually solve. But to be honest, um, you know, I, I do have my core band, and it's mostly me and my partner, Graham, who plays bass with me. Um, so... But I really like your idea of like you know kind of just making trips and developing um, relationships. Taste, taste test. That way, honestly, like my my one of my drummers plays with John Cleary, so he's on tour all the friggin' time, and so I like try to schedule some shows around Cleary's schedule, and then I have another drummer that um, plays with me too. So you know what I mean? It's like I already kind of like work with a couple rotating musicians, so it would be possible to like go out there and kind of like network. And honestly, one of my drummers I had here back in like 2013 moved out there to do hair, um, and he's still out there. And doing here, so I feel like I could make it. You got work, enough contacts out there to. I, I what, would, what would you want, as specific as you can say? Like, what do you want from LA? Do you want to get a gig and I like, like take a just expand the music career? Mm, good question. Expanding the music career is definitely a goal. Um, honestly, on the side from like the band stuff, I've been doing. Uh, some composition for film and I'm working on this one film actually with my partner Graham and we're doing the score and also kind of using some of our original music as far as the soundtrack goes so it's been both of those things and it's this project that was funded on Kickstarter I don't know if you heard of um, the YouTube movie Trailer Park Jesus they had Trailer Park Jesus yeah Backyard Chit Films those guys they have like Matt Owens and who did that Sean Garrowin um, is uh, actually my my buddy that 
worked with it, um, Jerry. So, anyways, though, the TPJ people, um, they, you know, they have millions of views on their um, video on YouTube for TPJ. And so they did this other project where they were on this Carnival cruise ship undercover and um, you know that's the kind of like part of the appeal to it is they film this whole thing without like guerrilla style you know and so we're doing the music to it because obviously the first thing they thought of when they thought um, moving on a boat with steel pan so we're yeah we're doing the composition for that Um, but yeah that's where I was like oh you have a budget of 9,000 that sounds great Um, (laughs) but this could be a good break for you this is a kind of on track the music budget was zero though you know, like uh, there was no budget gotcha, for music. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, the whole thing was done for nine thousand. Yeah, the only person that got paid was the makeup artist. Oh wow, lucky makeup Of all things. What's the name of your movie, Sarah? I don't think they have decided on an actual title for it yet. At, at the time, it was like cruising undercover. I think right now they changed it to like oh ship a family trip, but it's still <laughs> like a work in progress. Um, we're supposed to like kind of finish up on it, on it in September, October. That's the plan, and they want to submit it to festivals for next year. Okay, um, pretty we don't know the yeah. name of it to go look for. But yeah, Oh Ship a Family Trip is the most recent name it's more into. Oh Ship a Family Trip. Yeah, keep an eye out for okay, that Okay, I'll write it down. Thanks. Cool. We won't call the show that today just in case they sue sure. us. Sure, yeah. Okay, so should we get on to vegan cheese making now? Yes. I'm actually going to change my title now to vegan cheese producer cool. so that I can try to, <laughs> <laughs> try to leverage okay. that, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so you look very healthy for a vegan. I think most vegans are. Do people always say that to you? Um, what do you think? Do I, do I have the glowing skin? Yeah, you yeah. look great. Well, thanks, thanks. I was I got back from Europe this summer, so I got a great tan. And what's but. the vegan situation in Europe like? Were you there for the heat wave? Um, you know, I was in the very north Basque part of France during it, and I didn't experience it there. And then I was staying in Portugal. I was supposed to be doing farm volunteer work, you know, helping people harvest mm-hmm. like and plant. Wolfing? Exactly, I was okay. wolfing there, yeah. Um, I was supposed wolfing? to do that. Worldwide Workers on Organic Farms is what it stands for. And so you're supposed to, like, I work. I into it once. You did that? Nice. Did yeah. you do not it? I did do it. I didn't yeah. uh, have the full you looked energy into it. to do it, but I did do it. You Googled it. Um, but you're supposed to do five to six hours of work a day in exchange for room and board. Um, but they thought it was too hot. And I was like, it is cooler than it is in New Orleans right now, but I'm going to roll with it. Yeah. So instead, we just like cooked lunch, drank with lunch, drank with dinner, watched the Milky Way come out. I mean, it was. That sounds like a pretty nice vacation. Okay, so, so we're going to do two things. We need to talk about vegan cheese making yeah. and you need to play another song. So yeah. let's get it together here. So, first of all, what exactly is vegan cheese right so cheese like if you make it out of either plants or out of animals milk what you're doing is you're introducing cultures to that milk um, so bacterial cultures which are going to transform it from a liquid into a solid um, so in the case of vegan cheese making I use cashews I blend cashews sometimes I put different flavorings in there like I'll saute mushrooms I'll add thyme I'll put fresh herbs and then I add friendly bacteria to transform it from that liquid into a solid that you can slice put on a cracker um, right now I'm doing a really interesting one with um, like a Parmesan style. So Parmesan, you know, is a hard grating cheese. Um, so I've used a lot of coconut oil. It's got that good saturated fat. So when you put it on top of a dish, it should just like soften in and melt. It doesn't get gooey and stretchy, but it will soften in. And the flavor so far is amazing. So that's in development. Um, I have a soft mushroom flavored cheese that I sell at the New Orleans Food Co-op currently. Um, and that one's been super successful. Like it's so delicious. And so this entrepreneurial great. school has paid off. It sure did. Yeah. But not enough to make a living out of it. Um, well, I, 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 I did it as a living when I first moved here. Okay. Um, I did it full time. I did pop-ups. I did. Uh, I, I was doing pop-ups. I was doing cheese. Um, I also make butter. 
Um, so I was doing culinary pop-ups and that entrepreneurship full-time, and then I got into pork, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have benefits, and I only work this many hours a day, and it's great. Um, and so I'm trying to keep it sort of as, as a nice, manageable small business, especially while I'm in law school. I don't need it to blow up and get huge, and I can't keep up with it. So it's a nice, I'm at a good level right now. So you're making it in your kitchen? Uh, I have a commercial space. You yeah, do. yeah. you do have to have uh, the biggest thing that separates a home producer, because you can make many things at home if you have a big blender. Bless you. Um, is time. Any cheese has to age. You know, a Parmigiano Reggiano ages for at least 18 months. Most cheddars you see age for at least six months. So it's the time. So you can't you keep that in your hot water closet. No. Thing. Bad idea. I have, a, I have a couple questions for you, actually. Um, I... I'm not a vegan, yeah. but um, my best friend is, and she turned me on to that Kite Hill, that yeah. vegan cheese. What do you yeah. think about Yeah, that Kite stuff? Hill is great because they do culture their cheese. So okay. they, they use an almond base. They soak and blend almonds and then introduce the friendly bacterial cultures to it. Okay. Their cream cheese, I think, is the best. Cool. I think it's hmm. delicious. What about, and then I have another, fr- so I have another friend that does, like, the low FODMAP diet, okay. right? And so she can't eat, like cashews Mm -hmm. the only kind of like nut she can have is peanuts so what about like vegan cheese for people that can't do cashews or almonds is she good with seeds on the FODMAP I don't know that's a good question because if there's a couple things like cashews are my preferred ones because they're pretty neutral but they have a good balance of fat and fiber so they make a nice solid cheese um Pumpkin seeds and sunflower seeds are also great for cheese. And then like that Parmesan I made, the only ingredients are rice, coconut oil, uh, water, and then I added some flavorings as well. And then you just sell it at the the market? At the food food co-op. The one on St. Claude at the Raleigh Center. Yeah, Yeah, my company's called Viridia. Yeah, so you find it there. Yeah, try finding that online. I looked at that online. Why didn't you? You don't even have a website. I don't have a web presence. What's up with that? Like I said, I don't want to explode. I don't want it to take off. You don't want to be popular. You don't want to sell it. Not yet. I'm, what working, is, I'm working on my recipes before I really work into getting big. Yeah. What does Viridia mean? Viridia is Latin for uh, to become green. So um, I, I liked that a lot. I like that too. Thanks. I wonder why they have a word in Latin that means to become green. Well, think of, of, a, of a, a leaf or a bud. I think that's where it comes from is it's that. Or maybe maybe a patina that would develop on something, you know, like, I a, see. like a copper. It's funny we don't have a word for that. No. I guess. Do we, we don't say viridian. Yeah, we do. We viridian. Do viridian. What's that? That's a color, right? It's, it's like a, a color. It's like an emerald green, which is the color I use for, for, my, for my company. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so there's no point in us going on about this because you don't want anyone to know about it. You can't you can find it on Instagram. It does have a presence of viridian. Right. But you don't want to yeah. sell a whole bunch of this stuff. Not yet. So I think she's go going for school. scarcity. Going for developing it. That's this a good idea. Is That's a good angle. If this Parmesan takes I like off, it. I want to have, you know, exclusive. Yeah. It's exclusive. Hey. It's underground. If you Matthew, know about could, it, you're in the Could you know. do like a sort of a creative spread on this thing? Yeah. No pun intended. That's what I do for a living, yeah. <laughs> That's what you actually do now for a living. Yeah. Oh, so you're a creative director now today. Like for an agency and we wow. have clients. Oh, and yeah. So somebody yeah. will come to you with like Viridian. Exactly. Viridia. Exactly. So that's actually one of my favorite client work to do is when someone's a startup and the world doesn't know about them. In your case, maybe you don't want the world to know about you. (laughs) But like, how do you scale and whether it's your band or like your cheese, um, how do you take it from here to here? This could be a good day for both of you guys. Oh, we're good. I'm so glad we all came together. That is exciting. Thanks, Graham. Hey, listen, you're welcome. Well, thank Graham DePonte and Monique Pyle who put these shows together. Okay, so listen. What about playing another song, Dari, before we have to get out of here? How what you, dangerous are you feeling today? Not, not too dangerous <laughs> not in the dangerous. sense of being sued, but how, how dangerous got is got that? I think, I think we can risk it. All right, risk it for Let's this. do it. So this is for a song called... Uh, 
beautiful. Show me something beautiful. Okay, yeah. let's give it a shot. Okay, cool. I've never done this before. I just kind of like. Do you want us to join in in the chorus? Can you do some hand claps? No, we can or do anything? It. No, I'm Show good with that. Else. I just mean like I when I knew I was coming on, I I was like this would be freaking great for this, and so I started arranging it on Sunday. So I hope it comes off okay. And, well, yeah. you can always if you don't like it, you can always stop, and we can you know. Sure. We can just say yeah. oh, it's not working out. Like okay. experimental yeah. beta. Hey, just, that's kind yeah. of fine. I'm sure. So I, I think it'd be cool if 38 it. seconds sure in, you're like, you know what? This is crap. <laughs> Give me another drink. Well, I'll try my best to make it through <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, uh, give afterwards, it a shot. if you guys like aren't feeling it, you can be like, move on to next. <laughs> Gong show me. You know? No, I'm sure it'll be great. Come on. I'm sure it'll be great. the back of your steel drum, is it kind of like a gong? Can we gong you? No, it is not quite like that. But thank you for asking. You wouldn't really do that, though, would you, Kate? No, I'm so excited. I heard your warm up. It was great. I'm excited. How yeah. much does it cost to change your name in Jefferson Parish? <laughs> yeah, I, I want to so. say it's it's four to six hundred dollars to do it all. Four mm. to six hundred. Yeah. So about five. Say so. okay. Yeah. yeah. Are we good to go, Thomas? Hang on. We just have to push a button. Ready? I'm using four mallets for you guys today. Yeah. Show me something beautiful. 
goodness. Okay. You did it. That's a real showstopper here. Everyone at Wayfair loves that. Show me something beautiful. That was originally a Troy Andrew song, a trombone shorty. Trombone shorty's song. Yeah. And when did he put that out? You know oh, him? Man. Oh, man. Have you not, played with him? I have not played with him, but I have danced for him before uh, with him. Yeah, we. There's one event that okay. um, we you were want both. To elaborate? Yeah, we were one event that we were both performing at, um, and I, I danced with Enola Cherry Bombs, which is like a parading troupe for mostly Mardi Gras season. But we do a lot of events throughout the year, so we were paired at an event together. So we got to do some of my choreography to his song Hurricane Season at the time, um, which was really cool for me. I feel like he does all kinds of cool stuff, so I doubt that he personally remembers it, but it was great <laughs> for me. You know, I had a good time, and the event was super awesome. They had like bacon flavored cotton candy, so that was great. Bacon flavored cotton yeah, candy. Yeah, there's some. There's this local company called Poof Nola, and they make Whoa. cotton candy, and they do like all kinds of like wild flavors, and they they actually do like yeah private events, and that that was like the perfect end to Dancing with Trombone Shorty My was bacon flavors. What a great night, Dancing with Trombone Shorty. Yeah, it does, isn't it? Like yeah, it was at the Civic. It was <laughs> it was great. How cool. Okay. Yeah. Living, so listen, we're literally living up my dreams. <laughs> Before we get out of here, don't forget about my Nola pen, guys. Has anyone oh. not tried it? Oh. It's the only pen made I'll from a fallen Audubon Park live oak tree. They're one-of-a-kind, expertly crafted, limited-edition writing instruments are available only at nolapens.com. It really is a beautiful pen, for real, isn't it? It is. Also, thanks to Basics on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue, Basics underneath sells fine lingerie. And Basics Swimming Gym has a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. What are you wearing today, Grant? I'm, I'm wearing a um, bralette. I don't know what that Light is. And lacy what for exactly summer. is yeah. what is a bralette? Actually, is the <laughs> first thing that came to mind. Snow cups, just triangles. Oh really? I wouldn't. I've never. Do you worn have one. those? You don't uh, have those. I, I can't do it. No. Why? Boobs are too big. Oh, Way too right. big. Okay. Yeah. What are you wearing then, Matthew? Wait, which part of my body? Yeah. Uh -huh. I'm wearing a top, top bottom, so socks and shoes. And you have belt. socks and shoes on. I do. Okay. I, All I, right. I wanted to dress up for you. I All right. Are you wearing socks and shoes? Caitlin? I am wearing socks and shoes. Cork okay. shoes. So when do you actually officially change your name to Kate Lyon for real? Um, I feel like if uh, my partner and I plan to get married, I'd like to change my last name, and I'll do it all then. You're going to change the whole thing all together? The whole thing. But when you change your first name, you have to petition the state or the federal government, or who's responsible mm, for that? I believe it's state. Um, okay. Federal, it's if you want to get your Social Security card, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, that's a good but point. But then once you have your petition done for your first name or your last name, then it's just all from there. Okay. Yeah. So for 400 or $600 or somewhere in there, Something like that. you're going to be Kate Lyon for real. I'll be Kate okay. Lyon. That, that won't be my last name, but that'd be for a real. good last that name. Kate Lyon, what for is real. Your, what, <laughs> what is your <laughs> last name going to be when it's all over? Uh, Hunter. Wow. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Kate Lyon Hunter? Yeah. That. H-U-N-T-E-R, like Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Drawing okay. a picture. This is great. Kate Lyon Hunter. <laughs> Man, that is a great name. What are you, are you going to be a lawyer as yeah. well? Yeah, and really, vegan cheesemaker. Are you going to be an actual lawyer by the time you've been to law school? Um, are you going to... I'd like to work in environmental that. law. I mean, I'd like to do something with that, like environmentalism yeah. as a career. So going to law school can only help with that. Yeah. I'll make sure you stay in touch with us because... When are you going to be coming, Kate Lyon Hunter? Um, maybe 2021. Okay, so are you getting married in a legitimate sense? You're having a real wedding and everything. Potentially a real 2021, wedding. 2021, that's quite a long way away. That's all right. You have to stay alive. First year law school is real stressful. Not trying to plan a wedding then. Yeah, okay. It'd be terrible. Right, good It'd be point. bad. What does your partner do? 
Uh, he actually just graduated law school. He's an actual lawyer. He just took the bar. So, okay. fingers crossed, he will right. be, knock on this wood pen, he will be an actual lawyer. What's his lawyer. first name? George. George Hunter. <laughs> George Hunter. Man, what a great couple. All yeah. right, we'll look forward to meeting him as well. Hey, thanks Sounds to great. the Positive Vibrations Foundation yeah. who create and encourage community through the development and preservation Ooh, of the arts, vibration. music, culture, and heritage. Aren't they awesome, the Positive they Vibrations awesome. Foundation? Thank you to them too. And, and also, if you'd like to become a member of our Patreon family, you can do that by going to patreon.com and searching for It's New Orleans Happy Hour. And for as little as one single dollar, you can join our Patreon family and get exclusive stuff that you don't hear here, which is like free stuff that Asher will send you or that C-Rock will send you. Hey, so thanks very much for joining us. Kate Lyon O'Neill, Nee O'Neill, soon to be <laughs> Hunter. Matthew D. Sutel, did I pronounce it correctly this Matthew time? Matthew Desutel. Desutel. And Daria Zurich from Daria and the Hip Drops have all been hey, here. Hey, Daria, Thomas back here behind you. Why don't you play us out with some more steel drum? Just because okay, it's that's a special idea. Yeah. Okay, sure. nice thinking, and I'll just read Great these idea, final Thomas. credits. Okay, so let me see. Where am I, Thomas? I'm over here. Okay, that has been happy hour for another week. We're going to go one, out with a little for sort the of... Books. Really? That was a great little show. Yeah. And this is... Uh, Thank you. Okay, the producer of our show is Graham DuPonte. Our music producer is Monique Pyle. Our music consultant is Christian Unruh. Our technical director is Thomas Walsh. Asher Griffith is our Facebook Live feed director. If you didn't see this whole thing on Facebook Live, you go to our New Orleans Happy Hour Facebook page and you can see it live. Our fact checker and social media connector is Andrew C-Rock C-Rack. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about 60 minutes while dropping, drinking alcohol, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's NewOrleans.com. You can check out our other happy hours as well on itsneworleans.com as well as other shows we make around here, including Out to Lunch with Peter Aschuti, live from Commander's Palace, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker, and our award-winning podcast about death called Death the Podcast. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on a bunch of time-sucking social media, actually, like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our It's New Orleans Facebook page and on our New Orleans Happy Hour Facebook page and on our New Orleans Happy Hour Instagram account. All these photos were taken by Jill LaFleur, and you can find more of Jill's photos at lafleurphoto.com. If you listen to us on your favorite podcast app, thanks for subscribing to us. Take a moment if you've got one to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. If you listen to us on Spotify, you can follow us and get Happy Hour delivered to you each week. This show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. Andrew Duhon is back here in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, you can find Andrew around the country by going to andrewduhon.com and seeing if he's in a town near you. On behalf of everybody around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at INO Broadcasting, thanks for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you back here next week for more Happy Hour. 